Welcome to Stacey on the Right, the podcast brought to you by Family Vision Media. That's familyvisionmedia.org and sharenetnow.org. Check us out online. So glad to have you with us today. I'm welcoming in Kamisha Chambers, Executive Director, Fellowship of United Methodists in Music and Worship Arts. Kamisha, thanks for joining in. Thank you for having me. So there's a real movement that you're kind of leading on here, and that is using music and music therapy to cultivate spiritual elevation, trauma healing, things like that. Talk to us about this. It's totally new to me. Yeah. So I um, I just successfully defended for my doctoral dissertation. Um, so I have my doctorate degree that is focused on spiritual cultivation and trauma healing through music therapy. My focus is specifically honing in on looking at the benefits of music that it holds individually and collectively, it's been intricately woven into society's fabric and has held individuals, entities, and movements together for more than two centuries. There's been ancient medical practices to modern-day science. There's been music that has been consulted for vast healing properties. And so I decided to take the time to really dissect for several years how music helps an individual with boosting their mood, how it helps an individual with auditory sensing, how it helps an individual with physical healing, and even how it helps an individual neurologically. And so looking at how there's different secular segments that really truly get it from hospitals and other clinical settings, but looking at how the church can deeply benefit from it. The Bible discusses it in great detail. It shows the stories of individuals who are deeply impacted and healed by music, such as King Saul. And so taking the time to really show how the faith community can take a clinical intervention and utilize it in a social setting and see that my hypothesis works and the benefit of music really, truly it helps an individual to elevate, as you say, which makes so much sense. They can, they're able to elevate spiritually as well as physically. So let's delve into that a little bit more. Here at um, Family Vision Media, we are promoting the biblical worldview and certainly rooting and grounding all of our precepts and all of our thoughts and analysis in the Bible and in scripture. And I love the idea of having people not just think of, you know, oh, it's the new year, I'm recommitting myself to reading my Bible, but to actually listening to praise and worship music as a way of grounding themselves, as as a way of pulling away from the busyness and the kind of electronic nature of our current lifestyle. We're just so interconnected with our phones and our laptops. And so going into scripture, you mentioned Saul, and that's in 1 Samuel chapter 16, but there's also... Um, other other times, like King David, before he was a king, he was a shepherd boy, and he sang and wrote most of the psalms. Um, at, you know, on the the sides of hills and out out in the fields with his sheep, he sang to God by himself, and he didn't have, you know, lights and cameras and you know angles and <laughs> you know people who sing with amazing voices. It was just him and the sheep and God, and he really made a practice of worshiping God and getting to know Him that way. Absolutely. Um, One of the things that I utilized for one of my chapters in my research work, it was rooted in that 
pericope that you just mentioned, First Samuel chapter 16. And one of the key things that a lot of times that I think that we do is we, when we read the Word, we kind of just read it and move forward. But when you take the time to really dig in and look at what the Word is saying, based upon versions, right? I get that the different versions may say different things. But when you do a deep exegetical push into the Word of God, words stick out to you. And in that specific pericope, it hones in on the servant who realizes that King Saul is deeply tormented, and he specifies that there needs to be a skilled musician who comes in and offers and renders music musical services to King Saul to help him during his uh, episodes that he would have. And so it was really important to look at that word skilled and know that while musicians are great and individuals who are coming up and starting in the world of music, that is phenomenal. But there is a benefit when you have someone who's classically trained or professionally trained in that space because they can go a little bit deeper. And in this situation, what we see in the text is David at the time, right, being summoned to come and offer his music therapy, if you will, in modern day would be classified as a music therapist, to King Saul. And what that was able to do every time he had those moments arise up in him, King Saul whenever David would come and render his music therapy, those spirits would dissipate and that episode would dissipate. And so you really get a chance to see from a scriptural perspective just how much God values music. And like you said, in the book of Psalm, and even when they would have music playing throughout the temple and the holies of holies and how music, when it played 24 hours a day, what it would do in regards to um the, the spirits and the mood of the people and all of that would be elevated. So music has had a very, very strong presence for a long, long time. that um, I really w- was hoping when I started into this work to help just to kind of push it a little bit more into congregants' eyes and to Christians' eyes just to see that this is a gift from God to us. And if we really, really embark upon what it is, and if we listen to music, how it can heal us from the inside out. Yeah. And so that that healing is pretty amazing. And I think you, as you're going through, you're, you're talking about Old Testament, you know, the story of David and his interaction with Saul, Saul's episodes <laughs> you described so eloquently. There's definitely a connection between Saul really kind of berserking out and then them recognizing that the only thing that could bring him back down was music. But that's the Old Testament. We all love the Old Testament. We, we read it. We, we stay grounded in that. But I love reaching across and connecting to the New Testament as well. And in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 through 19, it tells us as Christians, do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. So God actually instructs us to use music to lighten our, our burdens. Yes. And I think that, too, a lot of times um, when you really dig into that deeper, a lot of times it's important for us to realize that we're a spirit possessing a soul living in a body and that we are not of the world, right? We're in the world, but not of it. But the challenge a lot of times, I think, that Christians run into is not realizing that we are humans. But we get to see that with the incarnation of Jesus Christ throughout the New Testament, and we really get to see what it looks like 
to walk the face of this earth, what it means to engage with the gospel, what it means to be a spirit possessing a soul, living in a body. And we get to see what it looks like to commune with God, to meditate, to go off a little bit, to rest, to worship, to be in the face of the Father. And music is a great accompaniment to that, um, as you stated, right, with Uh, the book of Ephesians, and then looking into other um, passages in the New Testament, it goes across the board biblically, but then we also see it, like I said, in modern day. Um, A lot of folks really have benefited when you take it into a context of looking at individuals who have had neurological challenges, right? We we followed the story of an Mm -hmm. individual who was shot, and she wound up not being able to speak. And so what happened is she could gather what she wanted to say, but she just couldn't fix her lips to utter the words. And it became very frustrating for her. And she had a music therapist who was there in the hospital that they enlisted to help her. And she was singing words like, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And just really starting to say it over and over and over again. And because of the music therapy that took place, the synapses in her brain that's connected to the speech were able to be reset. And as a result, she was able to utter those words. She was able to sing and her speech actually began to come back. So there's ways that music impacts both sides of the brain. It's ways that music impacts us physically. It helps us to be able to have a mood booster. So I think we it's beautiful that we can see it in the text, but I think also we are able to see it in our own lives to show up in multiple ways when we really engage with it. So that leads me to, and I I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Um, If you're Mm -hmm. just kind of popping into our podcast, I have Kamisha Chambers here. Um, So as we close out here, Kamisha, can you give us some practical tips for us as believers? and, And especially if we have someone in our life who might be suffering through an illness or something that they're maybe they might be seeing a therapist it could be anything that they're struggling with and how we might be able to suggest or share music with them to assist sure you know one of the things that is really interesting about us as human beings is that we are not all in carbon copy or cut out versions of one another we're all created individually and so One tone and one melody that may help and heal one person may not do it for the other person. And so one piece of advice to leave in this moment is to really engage with music in a way that really works best for you and your spirit. Also, what kind of songs help with memory association? So there might be certain worship songs that believers can listen to um, that can really put them in a state of being calm, can put them in a state to where if they are really stressed out from a, a crazy day or some things that may have happened in the day, a certain song, a certain worship song can help to regulate their blood pressure, regulate their heart rate. Um, all kinds of ways that that specific song can help put them in a calm state of being, a restful state of being. And so really taking the time to learn ourselves and learn what, what memory association is connected to different songs and how we can heal from that. So I think that when we really, really, truly engage in the gift of music that God gives us, we do our, we, we bestow upon ourselves self-compassion, um, which can truly, truly help us uh, 
in the short term as well as in the long term. So finding your songs, finding your playlist, creating your playlist and memorizing it. And you don't even necessarily have to have a song. Research shows that if you just think about a song and think about the words, that helps to also adjust your mood too. So really engaging with song and with music on a deeper level is one of the biggest takeaways that I can offer today. Wow, Kamisha, our minds are so powerful. You said you can think about the song that you enjoy and that will mm-hmm. boost your mood even even without hearing it? Yes. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> so the that's a blessing from God. God it is. Amazing. That that means <laughs> if you're in a meeting or you're on a Zoom, you're someplace where you're thinking, I don't feel that great. You can think of a song for just a moment mm-hmm. and boost your mood and get all the way through. That That is yeah. great. <laughs> It's amazing. I tell you, I'm like, our God is amazing and so awesome. And I am so thankful. (laughs) Yes, as am I. So always something new to learn about how we can use the gifts that God has given to us to boost our mood, to be therapeutic to us and to help us to be a blessing to other people. Um, I want to give everyone the website. It's linked in today's show notes of today's podcast. But you got to check out IV-CHRIS. Dot com. This is the website where you can find out more about what Kamisha Chambers is doing and the work that they're trying to uh, basically offer up to all of us to promote the opportunity for us to experience healing through music. Thank you so much for joining today and for uh, sharing this with us. It's a great way to start the new year. Absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And so happy new year to you. Uh, please share the podcast and God bless. We'll talk to you again soon.